Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from Talk Sport. England have just completed a comfortable victory in their only 50-over warm-up against a vice-chairman 11 here at the 3Ws in Barbados, beating their opposition by 171 runs. A full report of that match to come, and we also hear from a familiar foe. The next five ODIs will actually determine to see where I'm at um, regarding 50-over cricket. I mean, I have the high pill to play after this as well, so you actually still be playing cricket, and then I'm sure they will have a camp leading up to the World Cup as well. But these five ODIs is very, very important, um, not only for myself, uh, for the selectors to actually get that World Cup unit together, and then we can actually work towards the World Cup and hopefully can lift that trophy in England. Neil Manthorpe in conversation with Chris Gale. What's not to like about that? The TalkSport team have also welcomed back another old friend in Gareth Batty. He'll be with me shortly. Enjoy, and if you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe through your favourite podcast app and stay up to date with all the news from England's of the Caribbean. You're listening to Following On. Well, we're back at the three W's oval. England have uh, swept aside a vice-chancellor's 11, beating them by a mountain of runs, 171 centuries for the two juniors, the two JRs, uh, Jason Roy and also Joe Root. Wickets uh, spread around. And uh, guess who's back? Gareth Batty. Nice to see you, mate. Looking well. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. Uh, sort of a day here now. And uh, seeing the England boys uh, have a pretty good day out today. Uh, you look like you've... Um you look like you're pleased to get away from pre-season training you're looking pretty trim doesn't get any easier the older you get um but uh, no it's nice to uh, we got a bit of a break back home so it's nice to get out here and uh, well maybe get a bit of uh, sun on this uh, slightly uh, slightly withering body from all the training well i tell you what there should be less rain than we experienced in sri lanka that's for sure uh, but you know you're in the west indies and there's music blaring it was music blaring all day today. Uh, it has been a good day for England. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, 
an announcement, I suppose, today that we were expecting in some regard. Chris Gale spoke to the press today um, and he's announced that after the World Cup, it's going to be, that's going to be a swan song. He's going to play against England in this series. There's a couple of ODI series coming up. Then it'll be the World Cup and that'll be it. I mean, uh, you must have come up against him on numerous occasions. Uh, uh, how have you fared? Yeah, I played against him a few times. I played with him, actually, um, for Worcestershire. He was overseas player for a little while. Um, so, I mean, he goes down as a, as a great of the game. Um, a guy that got two triple hundreds in test cricket and then everything that he's achieved in white ball cricket, that's, uh, you know, the universe boss he's now called himself. Um, and there wouldn't be too many guys who could argue with that. He's had a wonderful career. And it wouldn't surprise you that he just manages to pull something out of the bag on the last sort of big stage of his career in a World Cup coming up could he could he get the West Indies over the line and uh, you wouldn't be surprised about that was he uh, self-styled universe boss when he was overseas pro for Worcestershire or has he just changed a bit over the years no he was uh, and this is it you, get, you catch him off camera you catch him off mic he's, he's a pretty sort of laid back placid sort of a guy but it's part of the way that he's sort of promoted himself that he's because he's a big fella and he hits the ball absolutely miles it's kind of his way to impose himself and, and get that sort of public perception out there it's it's what he's made himself and a lot of the great players want that they want something different they have a point of difference he wouldn't have been everybody's cup of tea throughout his career um, he's offended the board a little bit West Indies and uh, and so on and so forth but to achieve what he's achieved in the game he definitely has to go down as a great of the game and uh, there's some pretty good players that maybe got him out at some point as well I'm sure there are. I mean, you've, 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 made, you've made mention it as, as well um, well let's hear what he had to say call it Neil Manthorpe Chris, is this is this the beginning of the end? Fifty over cricket? Is this the the big big build up to the World Cup? Yeah, it's getting there. Um, it's definitely getting there. Um, this this home series is actually key for me, crucial for me as well. And from a team point of view, you know, I'd love to to win this home series. Um, the guys have actually won the Test series, which is fantastic. So hopefully we can actually carry on um, where they left off um, in the Test series, but not on a losing note because England won the, the last Test match. But you know, like I said, England is a great ODI team, um, one of the best team in the world right now. Um, when you look at it, look at the team on paper, but it's all about who execute the plans out there um, in the middle. How excited are you to be back in West Indies colours? Um, it's good to be back. Um, this was always the plan. Um, they had the India and the Bangladesh series, which I was a part of, and I asked them to be excused from those series. And I want to play the home series because, you know, I didn't want to play too much 50-over cricket because it's taking a toll on the body, to, um, to be honest with you. And, you know, as we go on as well, you know, you might have maybe nine games or ten games in the, in the World Cup as well, so you just have to monitor it as well as I go on as well. And like I said, five, five, five ODIs, um, you know, should actually pull through. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm just, I'm still enjoying it. You obviously feel like there's plenty left in the tanks. <laughs> you always feel like that sometimes until you chase a ball and you pull an armstring. <laughs> Hope that doesn't happen. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's definitely something left in the tank. Um, to be honest with you, um, I've been working on my fitness. Um, you know, so it's, it's, it's been going good so far. So it's just to actually, you know, continue in that same vein. Um, I still want to have a beach body when I finish with cricket. <laughs> so that's very important as well. Important as well. So I'm trying to keep it as slick as possible. Where do you think England, the number one team in the world, can be attacked? Where, where do you think they might have a weakness? <sighs> well, it's difficult to find a weakness in that squad. Huh? Yeah. Or, or should I say, I don't know the starting eleven, but it's difficult to find a weakness in that. Uh, it's going to boil on to, to execution, you know, and 
and you look at the mental stage as well and it depends different what sort of mental stage they're in as well so that's how we can actually look to attack them mentally and then we can actually try and break them down as much as possible because it's, it's a long way to break down you know what I mean <laughs> bowling and batting as well so the next five ODIs for you personally is that kind of getting you warmed up for the World Cup yeah, absolutely. Um, the next five ODIs will actually determine to see where I'm at um, regarding 50 over cricket. I mean, I have the IPL to play after this as well, so you actually still be playing cricket and then I'm sure they will have a camp leading up to the World Cup as well. But these five ODIs is very, very important, um, not only for myself, uh, for the selectors to actually get that World Cup unit together and then we can actually work towards the World Cup and hopefully can lift that trophy in England. And for when the day does come, when you finally hang those boots up, you have been a legend of the game, are a legend of the game. Broken every record, won World Cups T20. What yeah. would it mean to finish with the 50 over World Cup? Yeah, that would be the, the most accomplishment ever in my career, to, to win a 50 over World Cup. Um, that would be fantastic. And then I'll just lie on the pitch and have a night's sleep wherever that final is playing. <laughs> and have a fantastic time. But that would be a great accomplishment, to be honest with you. And more importantly, will MTV get the rights for the party afterwards? <laughs> I think they, should, they, they can get it. Yeah, it will be a big party for sure. Uh, winning the World Cup. Oh, man. Party for a week. I could for 50 days. 50 days party with Gail. <laughs> so, the Universe boss, Chris Gale, talking with Manners uh, and Bats, of course, uh, who's uh, still with me. Uh, in terms of the game that we've just seen today, there's only... Well, you know, there was a lot made of the poor preparation ahead of the Test Series. A lot of people said that was one of the reasons England struggled. Well, they had four days here at this very ground, three W's over in Barbados before that first Test. Fast forward to February, they've got one game before the first ODI in Kensington Oval on Wednesday. Are we going to be hearing the same arguments if England go down to West Indies, do you think? I very much doubt it. Uh, I think the two different balls um, are so, so different. The red ball, there are, there are different skill sets and, and different challenges around the world. The white ball pretty much performs the same the world over. So yes, you know what surface you're going to get um, on Wednesday. I would expect England not to have any any doubts of how they want to set up, how they want to play. There may be a few sort of things thrown in the in the works on the day with a selection from the West Indies, but they pretty much know how they're going to uh, marry up. And let's not forget, England are number one in the world. They'll go into the World Cup favourites. They don't have any reason really to uh, not know what's going on and where they're at. Well, let's hear from one of the guys that really did stand out today. Jason Roy hasn't played a lot of cricket since uh, Bats and myself were uh, bringing following on to you back in Sri Lanka. Just uh, a little spell in the Bangladeshi Premier League, but he got uh, straight back to basics uh, with a not-out century today, and uh, he caught up with Andrew McKenna following the match. In terms of coming out, getting straight into it, though, perfect start for you on a personal level yeah perfect start on a personal level and as a, on a, as a team um, performance we got together a huge total um, which is obviously great Rootsy got some balls in the middle as well um, starting where he left off from, from the test matches which is nice to see um, but yeah a th- couple of days in the nets now this game another net session on Tuesday and then the first ODI Wednesday so we're, we're, we're peaking at the right time how much of an advantage was it? Obviously, between Sri Lanka, you've played quite a lot of white ball cricket yeah. all around the world. Yeah. So you've actually come in with plenty of cricket under your belt. How yeah. much of an advantage for that? Well, I guess so, yeah. I've, I've had a lot of middle practice. It's obviously a lot easier coming into match games and, and fixtures and stuff after having games. You know, Obviously, nets are nets, and you can be striking them well in the nets, but as soon as you get out in the, in the big wide world as such, it's a, it's a different story. So, yeah, it's been good. How many balls does it take you before you think, 
yeah, this is feeling really good today. Is it one of those things that you just know straight away or does it actually take some time? No, of course it takes some time. Yeah, it doesn't happen straight away. Uh, you get to, I don't know, maybe 60, 70, 80 and then you're feeling good. And But then you, you kind of take yourself back to the drawing board again once you get to 80 and then you want to get the big hundreds. So it's never a case of getting too complacent. There was a lot of talk, I mean, you weren't here for the Red Bull stuff, uh, about the preparation and lead-in time. One game, admittedly it was a proper 50-over list day game. Is that enough to, to be ready for Wednesday? Uh, well, we've had two Well, we've had two net sessions, this practice game here, and then net session on Tuesday. So um, that should be enough practice for sure. The, the volume we get in with the net bowlers and, and the boys willing to bowl is, is more than enough, yeah. I guess it's a case of you're not really going to get much more than that anyway with the calendar because where are you going to fit it in? Exactly, and that's just the way it is. You've got to kind of suck it up and get on with it. In terms of bowling, obviously to restrict them to 200, good effort. Yeah, great bowling effort. Um, we started really well with the ball, fielded okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's a pretty convincing win, so it's, it's happy days. Jason, in, in terms of the batters, obviously there's more batters than there are places in the team. Is there an element every time you go out that there's almost like pressure on you because there's, you know that there's someone in this squad who would love to have your spot? Not at all. You're playing for England. Um, you've got the England shirts on and that's pressure enough. You don't need to worry about all the other stuff that's going on. You, all you can do is practice hard and get out in the middle and do as well as you can and, and hope for the best, really. There's, there's no point worrying about all the other little things that can kind of get into your mind. You've just got to worry about the here and now big year for English cricket but obviously yeah. big series this one how important to actually get some momentum rolling here and now in January to, to really get the ball going of course yeah every series for us is is a huge series We've, we don't go into any series complacent at all so um, we worry about the the series as it is now then we go home we worry about Ireland Pakistan and then we worry about getting ready for the World Cup so there's Jason Roy uh, with Andrew McKenna um, alongside that there was a century for Joe Root wickets for Mark Wood and uh, also Rashid so it was almost a perfect day bats I'm not sure if um, if you caught much of the third test match actually but great to see Mark Wood back and just firing rockets basically yeah I did, I did quite a bit back in the studios uh, back in England so only watching from a monitor but um, wow I mean that spell when he got the five for poor I mean it was you could see the way that Joe Root's taking the catches at first slip there's not a lot of surprise at first slip but the ball was hitting him before he was expecting it it was rapid absolutely fast but his second third spells throughout that test match not quite as quick so can he rediscover that form this format gives him an opportunity because you've only got to bowl the 10 over, so he can bowl in short, quick bursts. And he's a real good addition to that England ODI team, which are number one in the world, but a real addition in the middle overs. If he can bowl that sort of pace to rough up the batters when they're wanting to sort of knock it around, pick the gaps, use the fielding restrictions that are in the one-day game now, he makes it a different proposition, as has Plunkett done uh, in the past, in the last two or three years, he's been very good. Cam Wood sort of give us a bit of firepower up front and then in those middle overs. Brilliant stuff, Bats. Uh, plenty more Bats over the next few weeks. He's here for the entirety of the uh, five-match ODI series. And we've got a rum tour tomorrow, by the way. I don't know if you knew about that. But, yeah, we're off to the Mount Gay Rum Distillery. So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, not just about England today, though. It was um, also about the team that they came up against, the Vice-Chancellor's eleven and Jarrah Kimber, who spends his summer months uh, working as a data analyst for the St Lucia Stars, not a million miles away from from here in Barbados, caught up with uh, well, an old friend. Tell us, what is it like being a young West Indian bowler having a bowl to a batting lineup like this? 
Well, it should be a great experience. Um, I'm still trying to learn, and it's, it's a way of getting experience. So when I step back into the international stage, it will be much better for me. Uh, Joe Root was flying by the time you came back on, and uh, you tried to go full and wide, and he got he got a hold of you a couple of times when you went short. What what, what did you do wrong, Obed? Tell me what you did wrong. Well, uh, when he while he was walking across, I tried to go too straight, and while I was trying to go wide, um, the the I tried, I tried too much. I tried too much. Um, trying to go straight, so I should have been going wider because he was walking across. Yeah. And what sort of plans? Like you obviously would watch these guys on TV. I know you spend most of your time playing FIFA, but when you're not playing FIFA, <laughs> you know, and you're watching these guys on TV, you would have seen a lot of them. Did, did you have a lot of plans coming in? Yes, yes. Um, mostly the batsmen, they they like the ball on the up, so we we, we didn't want to give them much room. Um, so the plan was just to bowl straight on a good length. And you've got a pretty good slower ball back of the hands. It got away from you a few times today. Uh, you know, you're pretty well known for that at this point, though, aren't you? Yeah, um, but I think the execution wasn't on point. Um, but that happens in cricket, so it's just going back and practice. And what do you think of the general manager of the St. Lucia Stars? What sort of man would you say he is? Um, he's a good man. He's a good man. He's a good man. <laughs> J- just good. Not, not great. <laughs> he's an awesome man. <laughs> thank you very much, mate. All right, thank you. Obed McCoy chatting with Jared there and that's uh, all you've got for the following on podcast today tomorrow's show as I say will come from the Mount Gay Rum Distillery so apologies in advance for whatever state we record that in to never miss an episode be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app see you tomorrow The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.